0: Simple Life Together, Episode 59, Maximizing Your Margin.
1: Hi, and welcome to Simple Life Together, a podcast dedicated to leading a simpler life in the modern world. I'm Dan Hayes.
0: And I'm Vanessa Hayes. Welcome back to Simple Life Together. On the last episode of the show, we talked all about the maintenance side of simplicity. But on today's show, we're going to talk about what to do with some of that margin you've created. We'll share some examples of how we've decided to spend some of our time, and maybe you can come up with some great new ways to use your margin time too.
1: And this is going to be kind of a shorter episode, so you get to enjoy even more of your margin time.
0: That sounds good. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh So now that you've been working on building some margin in your life, maybe it's a good time to start thinking about how you can tap into that margin to make your life fuller. Now, not fuller with stuff, but fuller with satisfaction. Right. Once in a while, when the topic of our simpler lifestyle comes up, somebody will ask us, Well, what are you going to do with all that extra time you have on your hands? And really, it's a valid question, I guess, but one that we could easily answer. And each of us could answer differently with a list of things that we could do to fill our time. And heck, anybody can make a list of things to do to fill their spare time, I guess. Oh, yeah. But I think what separates us from you know our former selves anyway, and anybody who's on this simple journey probably feels the same way, the thing that makes us different is that we would probably likely answer it very similarly. We'd say, well, first of all, I don't feel the need to fill my margin, but if I choose to use some of it, It's going to be doing things that are important to me, things that help fulfill my life plan, right?
0: That's right. I think most of us, you know, know, we think we have extra time, but we end up filling it up with things that really aren't in line with our life plan.
1: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So let's get started, and we're going to start out kind of doing a review, right?
0: Yeah. So let's review what we mean by margin first. And uh, so this is how we define it. Yeah,
1: this is just kind of our made-up for us version of a definition, right?
0: That's right. So we define margin as uncommitted time and space in your life. Margin is what gives you options. Uh, Margin is what allows you to be spontaneous. Margin is what makes you feel more free. And and just as there's a place for work and commitment in our life, there must also be a place for margin.
1: And, you know, we've talked about margin in a a few recent episodes, so we're not going to get too much into the review. But remember, margin on a page kind of helps us appreciate the written word, uh, and what's on that page is the content and the context. But if those written words went all the way from one side of the edge of the page to the other and from the very top of the page to the very bottom, the written words wouldn't be nearly as enjoyable. And those margins on the sides, they give us you know a little space to make a note or to record a thought or a question – and the margin just helps us keep the focus on the written words, which is the message, you know, and we keep that in focus.
0: And I think that is key. I think it's that just focusing in on either the beauty of an object or like, or what's important in our lives. Um, so I know we've all been working on building more margin in our lives. Um, so what have we done to achieve it? Well, I know that Dan and I, we've, and even the folks on the edit do Forget It um, right. Challenge, or just people who are following you know, simple life together and trying to lead a simple life. I know that we've all um, have decluttered or we've reduced voluntary commitments and maybe even streamlined our processes and systems, like setting up routines for all the must do mm-hmm. items to make room for the want to
1: do items, right? Right, exactly. And there comes a time when we're faced with the fact that, you know, just some of the things that we've let into our lives have stolen our margin from us. And here are a couple of ways that margin slips away from us.
0: Okay, so this is nothing personal, <laughs> yeah, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like This is probably stuff that's happened to me, and but yeah. many folks can probably relate to this. It's when you answer yes to be on that committee you really would rather not be part of, or when you say yes to that dinner party invitation even though you really don't want to go, or when you're guilted into being a chaperone for the field trip you just gave away some of your margin. It's
1: those those guilt things really it get is. you. You feel like, man, I really should do that, and I probably... I
0: should sign my kid up for everything, you know, right. that kind of a deal, yeah. so,
1: yeah. Yeah, but when we decide we've had enough, we can vow to take that margin back, and that is the first step, and what follows is a stream of questions that all seem to start with how. How can I get my time back? How can I have more options? How can I stop? feeling like I'm juggling chainsaws, right? Mm -hmm. So, okay, enough of the review. We all get what margin is. So let's get to the maximizing part. So to make sure you maximize it, the one thing that we try to do is really be conscious of Parkinson's law. We've talked about Parkinson's law quite a bit. And if you recall, that states, work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion. So if somebody comes to you, when you were in school, your professor said, I'm going to give you a, a month to do this assignment. What usually happens? It takes a month. It takes a month, right. You make a big deal out of it. You oh, could I probably
0: th- get it done like in two days, right. but it right. take a month
1: to do And that. you usually do get it done in two days, the last two days, not the, not the <laughs> first two days, right? So yeah, you usually get it done in the last two days and you make a big deal out of it. And some of the corollaries to Parkinson's law include storage requirements will increase to meet storage capacity, mm. data expands to fill the space available for storage. All of these things we've all kind of found to be true.
0: Right. And I'm sure that applies to margin as well. Exactly.
1: Exactly. So you build this margin in your life. It's mm-hmm. like having an empty room in your house. Some people tend to fill that space, right?
0: Yeah. You've got to be very, very careful right. on how you fill
1: it. So it's just us and we move into a five-bedroom home and it's just you and I. We got four extra bedrooms. You're tempted to put something in each one, right? right. A bed in each one or an office. A
0: fitness room, an office. Right. You're going to fill it. Guest bedrooms. Yeah. Right.
1: Well, the same (laughs) thing happens with margin. So you you have to make sure that you choose things for margin, right?
0: Right. And choose things that are congruent with your life plan. I think that's the key, right? Right. Exactly. At least as we try to foot stomp here. You know, and things, choose things that don't require too much stuff. or things that don't take all of your margin. And like I can give an example here, you know, uh, I was looking at things for for our daughter, um, some activities. I wanted her to get involved in something. And, you know, she had a decision is it going to be horseback riding or gymnastics? And she wanted both. But I just we couldn't do that because it would have sucked away all of my margin too. Because right. I'm going to be, you know, carting her around to everything. <laughs> and I just, I was very firm. I was like, no, you know, because we need that margin and i've also been you know recently been asked to be on several different uh, professional organizing committees and and i just said i can't be in all these committees at once i just it'll be too much and so because i didn't want my margin stolen from me right um so i guess the bottom line is just to support as many of your life plan pillars as possible and there's no magic number here it's just uh, the more, the better as far as, you know, choosing things that are right. in line with your life plan.
1: It, yeah, in line with your life plan. Your priorities, we call them pillars,
0: right? right? So, so like,
1: like for us, it's not like, you know what? I have, some extra, so for ex- I have some extra money. I have some free time. I'm thinking of taking up smoking, <laughs> you know? You don't do that. It's not, in, it's not congruent yeah. with our fitness pillar uh-huh. of our life plan, right? That's right. Not, not saying anything negative about people who do that. I'm just saying right. it's not in line with what we want to do.
0: Well, here's what we've chosen for us and why. Now, yours will be vastly different and that's fine, but here's some of ours.
1: Okay, and and you guys have heard us talk about this quite a bit lately too, our camping. And we decided that we wanted to do more camping and part of that was, we've led you through this in, in previous episodes, we were thinking about a big old Class A 35-foot motorhome, mm-hmm. and then we decided that is totally not for us.
0: Not for us. I can understand if it's your only home right. type of thing, but for us, it wasn't going to be our, our home. Right. Anymore.
1: We wanted we wanted it to fulfill quite a few things. Mm-hmm. We wanted it to fulfill our uh, our family pillar, mm-hmm. our freedom pillar. Um, and the, one of the things we really wanted to get out of camping was spending time outdoors. Right. And so we found our teardrop camper. And I think I'm going to use, I think I'm going to use the picture of, um, of the camper for the blog post. Oh, that'd be nice. So yeah. that's what I'll use for the picture. <laughs> and so we wanted it as minimal as possible. We go camping to not be home, right? Not to take our home someplace else for a weekend. That's, yeah. not, that's not what we want to do. We wanted to be kind of forced outdoors, which is part of what we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Without a whole bunch of setup, we could go off-grid if we wanted to. If we decided we just wanted to park in the middle of the woods somewhere, we could right. and be able to enjoy it if that's what we want to do. And another thing that we like to do, and it fits in with camping, is and this is a newer one, mm-hmm. is the Tenkara traditional Japanese fly fishing. Ooh,
0: I did that for the first time this past weekend, and it was awesome. Yeah, I loved it.
1: So all it requires is is just a... The basics of a telescoping rod, a line, and a fly. It, That's it. of all, all the other hassles right. of fishing and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So I still and, like
0: fishing, regular fishing too. Yeah, <laughs> but, well, I mean, this has just really been in line with just keeping it
1: simple but and minimal. it keeps us out in the outdoors, all right, doing family time. And it's minimal, all right, it doesn't require a lot of stuff. It stores very easily in the teardrop. It's only what about twenty inches long and oh, about yeah. an inch and in, two inches in diameter, maybe at the most. Right. So it all just fits together.
0: It is so nice. Right. Well, another example of how we had our stuff fit in with our life plan is our fitness pillar, and that's why it was, it was important for me to have um, our daughter in gymnastics. Right. You know, um, she, I wanted her to really to be involved with that at an early age. And likewise, with us as a family, we're members of our YMCA here. And so that is definitely in line with our, our fitness pillar. Now,
1: you were hoping for horseback riding, weren't you?
0: I was hoping for horseback riding. The reason why is because we could both Take lessons, (laughs) knock out two birds with one stone, kind of a deal, and that would be it, you know. But uh, as fun
1: as that is, and as much as I do like the horseback riding, it's kind of a gateway gadget to me because what what follows with horseback riding? I
0: want a horse and a a, saddle. I want my own uh, saddle.
1: I want my yeah exactly. I
0: have have to have a uh, you know cowboy boots and as much as I would
1: (laughs) love that, I just that's not fitting in with our lifestyle.
0: Yeah, and at least the gymnastics, it's minimal equipment. It's really she just needed a leotard. At this point, leotard and show up to practice. That's right. So it's, it's really nice, and I enjoy watching all the girls out there. It's amazing. So
1: <laughs> it works out well. And one of the other ways that we spent a bunch of our margin time, or at least I know I have, is some of the things, well, we both have, really, the things that we cook.
0: All oh, yeah. right?
1: Trying on the whole fitness pillar to be a bit more deliberate in what we eat right. and so forth. Mm-hmm. And so I've talked about it before. I absolutely love my big green egg. It's a multi-use, I can grill with it, I can roast with it, I can uh, smoke meats, I can do low and slow, high and fast, pizzas on it, you name it. Oh yeah,
0: it's great.
1: And it kind of fits in you know, with at least health wise fits in with the fitness pillar. Mm-hmm. Not, not if I cook too many pizzas, I ain't going to lie to you. And you're
0: but right. And I think also the family pillar too, yeah. right? Because it's, you know, we cook family, family dinners, mm-hmm. we have
1: people over. Exactly. And it's a stretch, but it could even affect our finance pillar. You know, I mean, yeah, it really <laughs> affected it at first because that sucker was expensive, but, um, but you know, there are things that I like to to do with it. And if you had separate equipment, um, maybe that is a stretch. I'm justifying myself here, but it, you know, having this one piece of equipment mm-hmm. th- that is going to last for quite a long time. Because we just we just tossed our stainless steel big old grill. Yeah,
0: the barbecue grill, right?
1: Uh, we put it at the curb, and somebody came along and took it and put it in their truck.
0: Yeah, we hadn't used it in over a year, maybe two years, I think. Two
1: years since we've had the big green egg. And
0: so, and I guess the whole point here is that it requires a little bit more preparation, right? But because we have that margin. We can. We can and expand though, some of the margin have, to do it. We we have other things and routines set aside as far as getting our like we said must do's done that we can do our want to do's and right. sometimes it's nice to have that brisket or <laughs> that you, yeah. you that you what, you smoke for like thirteen hours or something. like that. Yeah. awesome. I know our,
1: I know our vegetarian <laughs> listeners are tuning out right now. The plug in
0: there. No, I don't yeah, want to hear. But we it. <laughs> also do
1: vegetables on the grill.
0: Well, but, actually, I do a lot of dehydrating. Yeah. And that takes time and effort too. But I have a routine where it's once a week. And I just set my time aside, and I've got you know this little routine going, and it's because we've built that margin. I love,
1: I love the dehydrated kiwi. Oh yeah, that's my favorite because it's real tart. <laughs> but and then I, and we also make our own sausage, just the patties, and I have talked about making sausage. You know, we even cut out making the links altogether. Yes. For the uh-huh. most part, we've just done patties because it's so much simpler.
0: Everything, it comes down to, how can we make this simpler? <laughs> that's what it right. comes down to.
1: And at least we know that, I mean, sausage may not be the healthiest thing in the world, that's for sure. But at least we know what's going into it, and it's all natural and fresh ingredients for us. Right, nitrate-free or something like that, too? Or yeah, nitrate-free and all that, yeah. yeah so. so anyway, that's good stuff. That's some of the ways that we're spending our margin, and I guarantee yours are different. Right. If they're not, I'd be really freaked out. You know, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, here's another thing about margin too. It allows you to be a little bit spontaneous, which is what we were this past weekend. Um, we got to go camping, just kind of on the la- at at the last minute. We just said, "Hey, we we don't have anything planned this weekend. What do you say?" And and I, and I looked at Dan's like, "Do you want to go?" And he said. Uh, I don't see why we couldn't or shouldn't, so right. let's do it. <laughs> and the neat thing, like Dan was just explaining, is that you know camping is so big for us because it gives us, it, it fulfills the freedom, family, and fitness pillars in our right. life plan. So, yeah. and so, uh, walk them through what we did Friday.
1: Friday, okay, That's so when we
0: started the camping trip.
1: All right, so Friday, yeah, we just decided we were going to camp like Wednesday. I think I made the reservations mm-hmm. right, and so Friday, uh, I woke up around four twenty, about ten minutes before my alarm clock. Crazy. You know, and then uh, <laughs> I did a little web surfing for a little inspiration, and then we both got to take Sunshine to school together. Yeah. And our son was uh, was with his mom this weekend, and so it was just the three of us. But we we dropped Sunshine off at school, mm-hmm. and then we drove to our uh, local supermarket where we shop, and we picked up last minute food for camping. And then together we went, and we did yoga,
0: woohoo that's awesome, yeah,
1: and we did uh fulfilled the old fitness pillar there, that's right, and then when we came home, uh you know we got cleaned up and everything. I worked on show notes, which kind of handles the whole finance pillar right <laughs> and then um and then you worked on your new project for Disney that you're doing. Vanessa got contacted by uh Disney and is doing a little project for them for. A couple of months, so she worked on that, so that fulfilled the fi-
0: interactive, um,
1: right? And then, yeah. and then, um, and that was just it for the finance pillar. So, more right. to come on that later on once it's released,
0: right? And then I prepped for the camping and then picked up Sunshine, and then we hooked up the teardrop, um, right? Loaded our bikes,
1: yeah. First time we took the bikes, that was up awesome. We'll
0: be doing that more often, um, and then we drove to Garner State Park. And uh, here in the Hill Country of San Antonio that's about, or of uh, Texas, about ninety so.
1: minutes away from us, I guess.
0: Yeah, and so and, and what was neat is on the way we listened to Andy Stanley, so that was kind of in line with our faith. Um, of course, we did the camping—that's yep. freedom. Tankara fly yep. fishing, freedom. The campfires are awesome I because that's our family pillar. Because we—that's when we just get around that campfire and yeah,
1: that's and, that's kind of that's very ritualistic for us. Yeah. All right, now sunshine. Is we call her the fire team leader. She's a fire team. <laughs> so when we get somewhere and we pull in, her job is to go around and collect uh, sticks and you know tinder uh, and uh, kind- kindling yeah. for for making the uh, the fire. Right. So she does a nice pile of that, so we have it. And and then when we sit around the fire at night, we're usually telling stories,
0: making up crazy stories, making up crazy stories, yeah. and then
1: uh, and then we roast just, marshmallows, and, and make pop popcorn, porn, whatever,
0: and just talk. It is just. Awesome. just real family time
1: okay so that's i mean and then we spend that every every night while we're camping so i mean really that's it in a nutshell how uh, on the spur of the moment because we had some margin time we could free up things uh, making the reservations wednesday and then just all day friday and then the rest of the weekend and we got home tonight and we're <laughs> we're kind of cramped we, we've uh, we overcommitted our margin a little bit no, today because usually we had the podcast done a couple of days uh, ahead of time, and and then we just do a little editing on Sunday night, and it goes out at. Um, typically, the shows go out Central Time at zero one ten. That's a ritual. I'm not going to get into why zero one ten. So we,
0: there, so I guess there was a case where you can take up two, uh, take oh advantage yeah. of your margin. overcommit your margin, yeah. <laughs> overcommit your margin. So, but the, but I think you know the whole thing is is that that's how we commit our margin. And the neat thing is that as Dan and I were coming home from our trip, in my mind I was like, this is our life now. This yeah. is our life to do this. We live to go camping, to be outdoors, to be in nature, to be with family. And I don't know that I've felt that, or it's been a long time that i felt that. And I think people might feel that when they have a hobby that they're really, really passionate about. And I don't know that I have a hobby and I think this is it, you know. It's not like it's a, cre- you know, I don't have a creative outlet or whatever. Yeah, I work out. That's a stress reliever, and and I stay fit and all that stuff. But I was so excited that I finally felt like this is it. This is what we've been striving for. Yeah. And it just felt so incredibly awesome. And so no matter what it is for you, um, out there, you know, if it's something that you really, really want to do or get reconnected with, this is what margin. Is for
1: yeah. that allows you to do that,
0: and not, not just a hobby, but maybe things that are a little bit more important to you. Things that you haven't focused on in a while, um, and you know, maybe it's spirituality, or maybe it's just reconnecting with friends, reconnecting with family, whatever it is. Whatever
1: your whatever your priorities are in your life plan, it,
0: absolutely. Right? I so think that's the huge. big
1: thing. You said you, you kind of mentioned that uh, it's not just a hobby, Mm-mm. and some people have their hobbies, they love their hobbies, mm-hmm. but uh, and they look forward to them, but they may or the hobby may or may not be in line with their life plan. It may be a way that they wanna spend their time as they're working on it. But with these things what we're doing is to try to make sure that they do fit with how we've planned how we want to live our life. It's just so cool. It is it's so cool to be able and it feels like every time you do something it's on track. It's it's with a purpose.
0: Yeah and I would just say a word of caution is that it might be easy to justify the things that you're doing and say that it's it's in line with your life plan, but Ask yourself, is it really, because like you were saying, is that hobby really in line with your, your values and priorities in life? Because um, sometimes you can just justify, well, I'm going to purchase this thing because it's in line with my family pillar or whatever. So just really think about, is it really in line with your, your life goals and your life priorities and stuff? Yeah. So,
1: But, you know, the, the cool thing is kind of wrapping things back up. So I guess this is really the major takeaway is mm-hmm. that you don't have to fill your margin. At all, if you don't want, if you just want to have total chill time because you haven't had that for quite a long time and you just are now getting it, you don't need to fill any of your margin. Mm -hmm. But if you do choose to fill some of it, again, make sure that it's doing things that flow right along with your life plan. Be frugal with your margin and be conscious of how you spend your, your margin, just like you are with your money, mm-hmm. right? You invest your time in quality activities, not a larger quantity of activity. And I think, you know, that'll keep you on track. I know we've worked very hard to establish some margin in our lives. And I know folks who listen to the show are working very, very hard at it as well. Mm-hmm. And you kind of owe it to yourself to take time to enjoy some of that margin. And if that's expending it, towards something that's in line with your life plan, that's great. If mm-hmm. it's waiting a little while until you know uh, what that might be, then that's fine too. Yeah, the key is just be wise and conscious about it.
0: So how do you spend some of your margin? Have you considered which of your life pillars you're supporting by your activities? We all enjoy different things in life, so tell us your favorite activities that you invest your margin time in. We would love to know.
1: Yeah, no kidding. And if, if you come back with green um, green egg, cooking and teardrop camping and takara fishing, I'm going to say, come on, now, wait a second. <laughs> Parallel universe. So be sure to leave a, a comment and uh, share your thoughts with us at simplelifetogether.com slash 059. There you go. All right. So on to the thing segment. And we're just going to have a really simple one. And this is something that Sunshine... Well, why don't you tell? Why don't you well, tell? Well,
0: yeah, because Dan was like, do you have a thing segment or you know a thing for this week? And I said, you know, like, not really. But then I thought, you know... I do, and it was Sunshine Girl saying.
1: Well, tell, explain. Oh, okay. Explain well, where you guys were.
0: Well, we were we were just hiking. We were yeah. on. She and I decided to hike. Why Dan just decided to do another round of fly fishing, and uh, as we're walking back, she was like, "Mommy, I love you. I love you." She's like, this is the life this
1: is the life. This is the life. And I was like... <laughs> I've lived through some pretty hard times, mom. This is the life. I was like, yeah.
0: you're darn right, you little six-year-old girl. <laughs> so um, that just really touched me because it just made me think that uh, I think what we're doing is the right thing for I our family. So so really I think nice so, too. It's really nice that a little six-year-old is appreciating the margin that we're establishing for our family. <laughs> yes. Yep. So, okay. All right,
1: so on to the cues and comments section and here we get to answer or talk about what you write into us and so we're just going to cover one this week because we said we to keep this short. And so this one is from Miriam.
0: Okay, so she said, uh, you mentioned standardizing wardrobes, which Dan and I did. Um, And she says, I recently standardized our dinner menus. My family is a tough crowd to serve dinner to. A few picky eaters plus a few conflicting food sensitivities. At one point, I drew up a monthly menu plan. Now each week, I pull out the monthly plan, copy over the coming week's menu, and tweak as necessary. So simple. With enough variety, but not opening up the entire world of choices, which mostly get rejected and just cause me stress to sift through. I know what you mean. (laughs) Since I plan at the start of each week, I can change the plan a little or experiment if I want to, but from a position of stability.
1: Very cool. And I
0: can totally relate to this. And actually at one point, I created a 31-day meal plan for our family. And just because I was like, okay, the most days that you'll have in a month are 31 days. So I just... Meal list 1 through 31 And I created I just created a meal For each day Some of those meals Were repeated Repetitive yeah Yeah you know Like we love doing fajitas Or whatever So some of those Were repeated throughout the month But the awesome thing Was like okay So if today is the 21st I go to number 21 And that's what we're planning Or you know I look at the, the week ahead and whatever days I have ahead, I just look at my meal plan. So.
1: so we talk about systematizing stuff. And what Miriam has done is, you know, by doing a weekly plan, she she mm-hmm. knows what she needs to put on her shopping list every yep. week. And, you know, it's just she's, she knows what's coming. People have some expectation about what's coming. Like she said, she could tweak it mm-hmm. as necessary.
0: It's not like she's reinventing the wheel or right. trying to experiment with too many meals because that can, like she said, it can be very stressful. Um, because if you're doing a meal that's new to you, that could take... You know, over an hour to prepare and you know, and if you don't have the ingredients and that's frustrating. So it's awesome. You're right. So she's yeah. creating that,
1: that that system. So way to go, Miriam, and thanks for keeping us in mind as you went through that. That's really yeah. cool. And on to an iTunes review. We got one from Marcia Scott from here in the United States. And Marsha wrote, So real. Hi, I've been listening since the very first few shows. I took a break and missed a few, but have come back. I've also joined the Edit and Forget It page and just love the interaction we have on there. This is the only podcast I listen to and enjoy every minute. Vanessa and Dan have so much fun putting this together and it totally comes through to their audience. I listen while I clutter purge and it always <laughs> gives me more incentive to keep going. Love you guys. Please keep it going. Marsha.
0: Oh, thank you,
1: Marsha. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. Sweet.
0: That's very cool. Thanks.
1: <laughs> and all right, now on to announcements and I, we've mentioned this a few times and just to kind of put people's minds at ease. I'm going to be mentioning it for a while. It's the Simple Rev Conference, and like I said, I've been hitting that pretty hard, and I'm going to be hitting it hard as more uh, updates are released. And it is on October 3rd and 4th of 2014 at the University of St. Thomas downtown campus in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Our friend Joel Zaslowski of Value of Simple released a fantastic all-it-takes-to-get-there page on (laughs) simplerev.com. at simplerev.com slash all it takes, all one word. And as the name implies, it covers all of your transportation options, lodging, what to do, how to get around, everything a conference attendee would like to ask about the area. It's great. So check it out. It seems like a long way away, but you know, I'm getting pumped up more and more every time Joel and I talk about Rev. I think it's going to be an awful lot of fun. And we sure could use some input on you know, what you would like to see at the conference. And it's going to be a whole bunch of people talking about simplicity. And as we mentioned before, that uh, you know Joshua Becker is going to be keynoting and we still have the Simple Rev Survey. If you'd like to spend a couple of minutes and, and fill out what you'd like to see at a conference like this, head over to com slash Simple Rev Survey and take a moment or two to go ahead and take that. We'd really, really appreciate your feedback on that.
0: And the next announcement is that uh, Dan and I have been selected to speak at the Podcast Movement Podcasting Conference in Dallas on the 16th and 17th of August. Woohoo. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. If you have any interest in podcasting whatsoever, the tickets are crazy cheap right now, and you can get them on Kickstarter by going to podcastmovement.com.
1: Right, podcastmovement.com will take you to the Kickstarter page where you can still get, I think there's still early bird tickets available, and I think it was like $79 for the early bird, but even the full-price ticket wow. is only 99 and so anybody who has interest in podcasting, you know, if you're a blogger... And you're thinking about... We do have a lot of folks who mm-hmm. listen to the show that are bloggers. Well, I start
0: off blogging and then yeah. together started this. this. So, yeah.
1: It's. So, I mean, if you have any interest, it's a great conference to go to. This is the first one ever, and there's some really fantastic speakers lined up. So check that one out.
0: Awesome. Okay, and remember, if you have questions or comments, you can... Find all our contact info at simplelifetogether.com dot com slash Vanessa or simplelifetogether.com dot com slash Dan. Hey,
1: we 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 streamlined that one. We did. We used to go through all the Twitter handles and all that stuff. We just mm-hmm. put all the contact information. Yours at simplelifetogether.com slash Vanessa, mine at slash Dan. Yeah,
0: it's one link and it goes to it has a bio and then it gives you every, everything Yeah, everything you need to know. So Man, simplify. every which way you can contact us.
1: All about simplifying. <laughs> All right. So that's it for episode fifty nine of Simple Life Together. Use your margin wisely. Now seriously, you've worked for it, worked hard for it, you earned it. So guard it and invest your time in activities that make your life simple and eventually you're gonna be able to live that simple life of your dreams.
0: And if you'd like to be considered for a Profile and Simplicity episode, or you'd like to ask a question or leave a comment in the Cues and Comments segment, just send us an email.
1: And if you'd like to submit a guest post, I put up the uh, guidelines for guest posting at a tab that says Guest Post right at the top of the site, or you can just go to simplelifetogether.com slash guest post, all one word.
0: And if you haven't already, be sure to sign up for the edit and forget it challenge. Uh, just go to com slash edit and we'll be able to interact with you on the Facebook page. And like you heard earlier in the comments, uh, they really appreciate how the people there just really, really interact and give advice. It's, it's like nothing I've seen before. It is, like it is a, awesome. It's
1: a super, super supportive page. Mm-hmm. And we've been getting an awful lot of people... Um, asking to be added to it uh, lately, which is really cool.
0: And as usual, you can find all the links and info from today's show at simplelifetogether.com slash zero five nine.
1: So let us know what you think of the show and how you're simplifying your life too. We'd absolutely love to hear from you. So until next time, we hope you enjoy your
0: Simple Life Together.